We're back, kicking off season 1.5. We might not be live, but that doesn't mean we don't want to hear from you. Have a topic or want to join us on the show? Post a comment or send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or email us at partyon at less than 2000.com for a chance to join us. And don't forget to like and subscribe and share the show with your friends. Without your support, Schwarzenegger won't lift us out of the limo from a helicopter when the bridge is out. Less than 2,000. The podcast. Hey, we're back, man. How was your summer hiatus? It was awesome. Just went up to the cabin and hung out, boating, swimming, having some beers. It was a, it was a great, relaxing time. What'd you do? I, I, I had nothing better to do, so I just analyzed the show and, and, and tried to figure out how can we make it better. How do we improve? How do we make season? What are we calling this? Uh, it's just, it's just, is it it's still just the second it half season of the two? season? No, it's still season one. I mean, how many shows take a break, take a hiatus, and then still are within the same season? Though? All of I them. I mean, isn't the season all, two? All of them, unless you're on a streaming platform. Oh, okay. Well, a couple things I've noticed about our show and the responses to the show. People really like it when I sing. People really like it when... You get worked up about stuff, and I think tangentially related to that is probably when I needle you a little bit and, and, and get you all worked up. And people also really, really, really like it when we completely geek out on a subject, when you and I just can't hold it back anymore and we just have unadulterated enthusiasm for a topic. Today, we're going to talk about another one of James Cameron's kind of putting the band back together movies. And this is one that Chad and I are surely to, to completely geek out on. True Lies, James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger back together again just a few years after Terminator 2. And man, was it a good movie. I don't even know where to begin on this because it's it's that good. I mean, True Lies, if I was to rank all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's films... It would be Terminator 2, and then it would be True Lies. I mean, I put them, I put them right there together. It is, it is fantastic. I, I would say Terminator 2 is definitely the better movie, but as far as Arnold Schwarzenegger performances, I have in my notes, I think this is his best acting. I think this is his best movie as far as a vehicle for Arnold. Not a vehicle for Arnold, because as Terminator, how do you beat that? But like as a leading man carrying a movie, uh, like as the main star... It's his best movie. Absolutely. His performance was great in it. Here's the big thing. So I just watched it, you know, to prepare for this, even though I didn't need to. I'm like, I just wanted to, I just wanted, I was deprived of action movies all summer long. And so I just wanted to watch, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger blow shit up, man. Yeah, me too. Watched it last night. But now that I'm almost 40, I get a whole other side of this movie that I never got as a kid. The family stuff? The family stuff. Our parents watching this movie had a totally different view of it than we did. And now that we're yeah. older, even though I don't have kids and you don't have kids, watching this movie, you're like, oh, there's this whole other plot going on that you got as a kid. But just that mundane bored housewife needing a thrill thinking her husband's a boring computer guy and really he's a he's a spy mm -hmm. i got all that stuff but like the lens of that now is is uh, james cameron nailed it and as far as arnold schwarzenegger's acting ability you're right it's one of his greatest performances because it wasn't just him holding a gun it, it had that 
But then it actually, yeah. he, he actually had to be the dad. He actually had to be the family guy. He had, he had to have two different personas, his home life and then his spy life. So it was really cool to go back and watch the film and see it from that perspective. Absolutely. He has to wear so many different hats. Obviously, the action adventure he holds guns, blow torches, rocket launchers, things like that. He definitely does that, but he also does the comedy stuff very well. He does sort of the mundane work life, if you can call being an international spy mundane work life. Uh, and, and and the family stuff, the, the daddy-daughter stuff, the husband-wife stuff. And I bet, like, you're married now. We When this came out, when, when we were 13 and 14, you do have to relate to it on a different level now as a married man, right? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Of course, I also, my, I was watching it while my wife was out with one of her girlfriends. And he just did the quotes, ladies and gentlemen. He did the air quotes on that. Well, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Nobody can see us. This yeah. is a podcast. I, <laughs> yeah, I, get I back see how the my, how we forget. Uh, air quoting she was with her girlfriend until 3 (laughs) a.m okay so that's interesting so as i'm watching this movie she's sending me texts about like getting hit on at the bar last night oh you know and all this kind of stuff and i'm like it really brought the meaning of that movie out for me (laughs) (laughs) it's probably it's probably a good thing that she told you she was being hit on because then you know like what she's actually doing if she would have given you something like oh my tire blew out honey yeah oh i'm sorry it's just so crazy it took him forever to come out with a tire that that's what happens several times in this movie like he, he lies to her about what he does. He's an international spy. He's got this cover story that he even tells his family and his wife thinks he's boring AF and he and publicly he is this very boring guy but secretly he's an international jet setting counter terrorist spy agent and and well she starts getting bored with his his domestic life and he completely neglects her he's always canceling plans he never kisses her he never does anything sexual with her and so she starts falling for this used car salesman that that has this elaborate cover store to try to get chicks and you know i was just gonna ask you do you think your wife was out there last night and there's some slimy bill paxton type moving up on her with some crazy story about how he's an international spy and there probably was. There was a definite Bill Paxton last night. He slithered, I'm going to say slithered, his way up to the table. Uh, he wasn't hitting her, but he was trying to hit on her friend. And she shut him down hardcore. And I guess he walked away, looked at the bartender and went, man, I thought I had that one. <laughs> like, how douchey can you be to look at the bartender after getting rejected? And be like, man, I thought I nailed that. So, so I mean, what if your wife was leading a double life and you found out? Um, it's hard for me to answer that because I, honestly, I so cannot picture that. It's hard to even like put my mindset in there because she's a nurse. She goes to work. I, I know where she works. I, although I've only been there twice in over eight years. <laughs> Maybe she is leading a double life now that I'm saying this out loud. Hmm. <laughs> well, since when, since you, well, let me let me just put it this way. Since you don't suspect her of live, living a double life, and we know she doesn't listen to this show, what's your double life, Chad? You, you can let us in on it. What are you secretly doing? Movie producer, podcaster, sure. What is that a front for? <laughs> you can see my films. It's also equally right there. But if I was to have a double life... <laughs> I would love to be an international spy. (laughs) 
I just don't, I'm just not badass enough. That's my problem. I'm what would happen if like, I'm the spoof. Like if I was to play, if we were to do an alternate true lies, I would be the yeah. spoof. I would be like. You'd be Tom Arnold. No, no, no. I would be the, I would be Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and cast wrong. Like, <laughs> people would laugh at it because there's no way that you're going to see, you know, see me, you know, hunting down international terrorists. I mean, and then, do, and then doing the tango. It's just. It's just not in my wheelhouse. Well, since we've talked about, we've killed enough time, let's talk about the movie. Uh, that tango scene. I absolutely love that opening tango scene with Tia Carrera from Wayne's World fame and Arnold just all dapper and debonair in his, in his tuxedo. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, doing whoa, the whoa. tango. <laughs> you, you just said from the Wayne's World fame, I'm pretty certain that True Lies made her way more famous than Wayne's World. Well, she was from Wayne's World before this, is what I'm saying. She was, she, she was Wayne's, Wayne's girlfriend or love interest and then became girlfriend. And, and, and she, yeah, this, this took her to a whole new level. I mean, her level of beauty was just phenomenal. And I've never been a big ballroom dance guy, shockingly. But this movie and that scene made me want to learn how to tango because it is so hot. The pushing and the pulling, the counter movements, the way he pulls her to him, the way she kind of like loses her breath as, as, as he pulls her near. And he looks so handsome. I mean, he looks exceptional in this movie. He looks great. Well, of course, James Cameron is, uh, you know, made Arnold Schwarzenegger with the Terminator movies and James Cameron knows how to cover for Arnold by now. I mean, he probably knows how to shoot Arnold by this point in his career and knows, you know, when to hide things. And and, and it's pretty seamless. The 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 stuntmen to and the, the dancers and the body doubles, it's very seamless, I think. Oh, absolutely. One of the things that I liked about this film too is just the it wasn't afraid to be ridiculous. There are some absolute ridiculous moments in this. I think the only thing that I ha- that I don't like about the movie is when Jamie Lee Curtis drops the Uzi and it's spinning down the stairs shooting everybody. <laughs> that was so far-fetched to me that it really takes me out of it. Uh, everything okay, else well, <laughs> I can buy. I mean, I can so you sell mean everything when a Harrier else. Jet, when the Harrier jet backs into a building, crashes backwards into a building, and then just goes on flying like that was okay. Yeah, that's that, okay. That was no, I can buy normal. that. I can buy that. But not the gun. <laughs> not the gun falling down the stairs, shooting everybody. I was like, come on. Okay, this 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 film was ba- based on a French comedy film from 1991. If you can believe that, it was the first film to have a hundred million dollar budget, and it shows. I mean, it passed Terminator Two by about twenty million dollars. And, it, and they used every cent of that. Well, I mean, but, you know, like ha- half of that overage probably went to Cameron and Arnold himself themselves. <laughs> well, and said Harrier Jet, probably. So I'm watching the credit sequence and I'm like, man, this sounds this sounds like Terminator. Mm-hmm. The, the, the crediting, the, the, the opening credit score. I'm like, this sounds straight up Terminator. Sure enough, it's Brad Fiedel. The guy who did the score for Terminator and Terminator 2. Well, that makes a lot of sense, then. So, this movie is so great in terms of the action comedy. I mean, it just mixes the two so well together and, and the family dynamic. I love, you know, he's sitting there dancing, doing this tango, and he's got Tom Arnold in the earpiece in his ear who's out in the truck. And Tom Arnold is is hilarious in this film, and he's just... 
giving him these little one-liners and these little shots at him all the time. He's like, I'm going to walk right out the front door. Ballsy. Stupid, but ballsy. Just a <laughs> classic Tom Arnold wit. Tom Arnold was fantastic in this film. I mean, he was the great sidekick to have in the car and in your ear. You know, because you're, you're, you know, as an audience, we're following Arnold. I mean, we're, we're in Arnold's head, right? And, and the way James Cameron did this was like Tom Arnold was in our ear the whole time. <laughs> right. Know? And yeah, we're seeing it through t- uh, Arnold's eyes, but like, as everyday human beings, we identify with Tom Arnold just being this kind of everyman, fat guy hanging out in the truck while his partner is doing all this crazy stuff, <laughs> blowing up buildings. And, and, and But it's got it, the movie has all those cheesy 90s one-liners, like he, he takes the two dogs and smashes their heads together and knocks them out, and he goes, stay. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's the, just the classic Arnold action movie. You know, we're, we're almost to a point in the 90s where that stuff is well let's face it that stuff is passé by this point by 1994 the the one liners from the action movies of the 80s and 90s were getting a little bit a little bit lame but i really totally. think true lies is kind of like you know if terminator 2 is the best action film from the 90s if you ask me then this is the one that really like perfected it i don't know how to say it like it's not as good as t2 but in terms of the james cameron Arnold Schwarzenegger, 90s big budget action movie genre. Like this just nailed it. It kinda it kinda perfected it. Well, and actually well, and technically they're two they're two totally different movies. I mean, Terminator is more science fiction with action, and True Lies is like one hundred percent action movie. I mean, it is a action action film, an action comedy. And if if you separate those two categories, does it get any better than True Lies? I don't think it does. I, I don't think there's a better movie from the 90s for action comedy than True Lies. Try to name one. The only one that comes to mind is Demolition Man. I would put Demolition Man and True Lies in the same category. I know one science fiction action uh, with a little bit of comedy and this is like straight action with a little bit of comedy but but when you said that the first thing that came to mind is demolition man and and, and just the witty uh the, the funny kind of story behind it the futuristic the the lame ass like super touchy feely kind of society that they sure. build when you say that I, I think true lies is probably a, a better film overall Demolition Man might be a better premise. Uh, might be no, no. I don't know. They're no, up it's there. Not. They're both. It's not. They're kind of tied. No, you can't. You can't even say that because True Lies is a one hundred percent better movie. Yes, Demolition Man has the cool futuristic stuff, but as far as action and comedy, tell me there's not a better story than like a a a, a boring husband who ends up being a spy with a wife who just needs to get a little thrill who ends up accidentally becoming you know getting entangled in it and i mean it's got everything from family to comedy to action to the cheesy one-liners you just said no well it's a better film oh here's here's the premise a super violent cop from 1997 gets put on ice with his arch nemesis you know criminal mastermind bad guy they both get frozen and 20 30 years later they're thawed out with Sandra Bullock and and they have to um 
face off in this futuristic society where everything is Taco Bell. Uh, The only music are like cheesy uh, jingles from the 50s and, you know, everything's sanitized. Uh, Sex isn't a thing anymore. And it's this just this cheesy um, futuristic patty cake society uh, where this action has to take place. I, I mean, it's a good movie. No, I premise really wise, like the movie. they're at least tied. I really like Demolition Man, but I'm sorry, True Lies is way more fun, and I like to have fun. <laughs> well, I have to come when back I, to this when discussion. When I see a cinematic adventure, I want to just lose myself in fun. And you're saying Demolition Man didn't scratch that itch? It did. I just I, I don't know. Just True Lies is awesome. I don't. We'll come, I, I mean, we'll come back I'm to this. sorry. I'm, I, I'm. I know. I'm just straight up geeking on this film. But like, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm not here to convince you otherwise. I'm just saying the only when you said that, that that's what came to mind. And we'll come back to this discussion because someday we will do Demolition Man because well, that was a great movie. Of course, from the it was 90s. a great movie. The action in this film is second to none. It is. It is absolutely incredible. Again, James Cameron just nailed his style of action. Yeah. Which personally appeals to me more than the JJ Abrams style, than the Christopher Nolan style. Like this is my favorite kind of action. James Cameron 90s action. Listen to this. So Arnold what they were actually on a rooftop with a horse. I guess the horse almost launched Arnold off the side of the, of the building for real. Really? Wikipedia, my friend. And and his stunt double Arnold's stunt double is the one that grabbed him and saved him from some from flying off the really the building. Yeah, isn't that a crazy story? <laughs> that wasn't a set. They're like, let's actually go up on on the top of a hotel. I, I, I to would do that. I would not be on a horse again in my life if that was that was the case. <laughs> Ellen, his wife, is cheating on him, or he thinks that she's cheating on him. Because he, he he goes to the office and overhears her have this one half of a conversation, and then he's 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 doing the Charlie Brown like head down walk across the street, <laughs> and the bus almost hits him, and you could almost hear that do 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 like peanuts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! <laughs> and then I love how Tom Arnold hugs him when he finds out what's up. Welcome to the club, man. <laughs> Same thing happened with me to wife number two. <laughs> this was by far Tom Arnold's best role and best movie ever, ever right? Ever. I mean, In fact, I was looking, I was look, I was doing some research on, on, on him yesterday, and uh, he actually proudly states, uh, uh, actor in over 100 movies, seven that you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, he was, this, he, this is, man, this was the role he was meant to play. What a great performance. And I know he, he, this was like a comeback for him. He had a whole bunch of personal and and, uh, problems before this. And then of course he would continue to have personal problems after this. But this was like, this was like Tom Arnold's year, 1994, man. Oh, absolutely. And and, you know, I think it was Tia Carrera's best role too. Mm -hmm. And Bill Paxton. I will go ahead and say it. This is my favorite role for Bill Paxton. Totally. Bill Paxton is the, is the skeevy used car salesman. That is so sad and pathetic. He has to go such a long way to get laid, man. He has to make up the most elaborate lie to get a woman. 
And what's funny to me is he's working on on Jamie Lee Curtis and and presumably other women too before her. He says he is. <laughs> he blatantly <laughs> it, says it in the movie. Right. Well, you know, but he's saying that to Arnold to kind of like seem like a big shot. So I always take what he says with a grain of salt. Like he makes it sound like he's got many going at once. No, 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 no. He's he's like he does use this story, but it's like one at a time, yep. and it takes like a year to close the deal because he he pretends he finds some woman sitting alone at a, at a coffee shop or whatever, and then pretends like he's, he's, he's under attack or he's being followed or yeah. whatever. And he basically pretends to be what Arnold actually is to try to get women to trick women into being excited and wanting to like, yeah. One of my favorite, one of my favorite comedic moments of this is something that has no line at all. It's when it's when Arnold's in the car and he goes, he asks him what his secret is. And he goes, oh, no, trade secret. And then the very next shot, Arnold clearly bought him a, a, a hot dog or something. Yep. And he's eating. He's like, OK. And he just starts. Yep. So he just gives him the scheme. Exactly. He's so cheap. Yeah. A cheap vendor on the side. <laughs> a cheap gets food vendor gets him talking. Bill Paxton stole the movie in a good way here. He his performance is what probably stands out in my mind most over over anything, really. And when he's caught at the end, and and, and Tom Arnold and, and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger are going to give him his comeuppance, and he just he like just starts crying and begging for his life. He pees his pants. I got a little that's pathetic. You're going to shoot me. You No, no, I'm not going to walk. You're going to shoot me. You're going to shoot me as soon as I turn around. And like, get lost, dip and shoots the ground. I got to lie to women to get laid. And it's echoing off the, 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 the ravine. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is using, uh, what, what's his name? Harry. Harry is using super expensive and secret black ops government resources to spy on his wife. Tracking devices, helicopters, surveillance. Awesome. <laughs> and, Tom, you know, Tom Arnold's like, we can't be doing this. But what was Arnold thinking when with that plan in the hotel? I always like that was the dumbest idea. Jamie Lee Curtis to that point still does not know that her husband is the spy. And and she's having to do this like sexy dance. He was going to come out to. Her. He was going to admit his secret life. Don't you think she would have been pretty freaked out when she would have opened her eyes and it was her husband Harry who is in that hotel with her? I mean, that couldn't have gone well. I'm sorry. How would your wife have responded? To that? You know what? Either which way, he's getting a telephone to the head. <laughs> like, yeah, when she didn't know it was him, it was telephone to the head. If she knew it was him, it'd be a telephone to the head. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is badass in this movie. I mean, not Linda Hamilton level, but she's awesome. I mean, yeah. she she punches. She, she was she like fights, she was like mid thirties in that. Now thinking, just thinking of age. When we saw this movie, you know, she was like the old frumpy mom through the whole movie. And then suddenly she's was she really only in her 30s. She's old, she was in her mid 30s there. I mean, she's like our age. She's a wow. little younger than we are. Uh, OK, so they're both kidnapped and taken hostage and they shoot him up with the truth serum. 
<laughs> and then she starts kind of interrogating him yeah. under the true serum, which is a great contrast to earlier in the movie when they kidnapped her and took her to the interrogation room. Yep. That's first of all, that scene was awesome. That's like, great. I kind of fast forwarded that when I was a kid because stuff wasn't blowing up. Now I think like that's one of the best scenes of the movie. Yeah. Are we going to die? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I meant the earlier scene with the mirrors and everything. I thought that was a very interesting interrogation scene. And then it's, it's juxtaposed against this later interrogation. Yeah. James Cameron nailed this movie in every aspect. I, don't, I, I mean, I, I cannot stress that enough. He did. If, if, it, if it was in the beginning, he wrapped it up at the end. There's very little plot holes. He, he nailed each side of the character stories because they each kind of have their own arcs. And, mm-hmm. and, and every character minus, say, the, the villain... Yep. Are, are great. Jamie Lee Curtis, J- Ellen, just learned that her husband, Harry, is a double agent. And then within a, a few minutes of that, she sees him flamethrowering thousands of terrorists. He's sitting there with a flamethrower, literally burning people alive. And you just see her eyes go wide because this is the boring, never kiss her, Computer salesman, boring workaholic husband, burning people alive. It's hilarious. What I don't understand is clearly they'd had sex before, at least once, because they had mm-hmm. a kid. So presumably mm-hmm. at least once in their lifetime they did it. Mm-hmm. You, she didn't ever notice how big her husband's arms were? I mean, like, Rex, it's sort of like... <laughs> they clearly, they'd seen each other naked. Like, I mean... It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, why does a computer salesman need to be in that great a shape, right? It's kind of that Lois and Clark Kent thing, like... Seriously, you can't tell. He's just got some glasses on and doesn't have a cape. <laughs> that always drove me tell. nuts. <laughs> that always <laughs> me nuts. Now, now her, his daughter has no idea whatsoever. And at the very end of the movie, she's hanging from a crane type yeah. thing. Dad? Hanging from... <laughs> she, her dad <laughs> flies up in a Harrier jet and is like, jump! <laughs> so one of the great Arnold lines, when he's coming on a helicopter... The best action sequence, well, there's so many great ones, but on the bridge and, and the, the, the Harriers blow out both ends of the bridge with their missiles and, and there's this limo riding along towards the edge and Arnold comes flying up on the helicopter and just a great Arnold slow-mo, the bridge is out, the bridge. I can't do it. I, you know what I'm saying though. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then... Then he pulls her at the last possible second out of it. And and I I got chills last night watching it. Like that, even knowing that it's all going to be okay, it's so, it just does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. It gets you invested and then it pays off. But then they cut into the inside where the helicopter's landing and it's just Jamie Lee Curtis screaming with that, with that overly big smile. And it, I hate that. Yeah. I hated yeah. it when I was... 14 or what 14 and i hated it now i'm like what was the i get that she's excited have her smiling or noodling up next to arnold or something but just screaming like that she looked stupid now i'll say this and i won't this isn't a complaint but i wonder if they could have found a way to i think that movie would have worked just fine if it would have ended there like let's say the big bad guy was in the limo and he flew off and crashed I don't know if the final sequence with the Harrier jet and, and his daughter was necessary. It seemed a little tacked on, and there was so much action and so much payoff. I don't think you really needed. I'm not saying What's it's hilarious bad. Is saying- you you and I have been having this debate for over 25 years. Yeah, I mean you you said this to me back when we watched it 
in our teens. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of drags on, I think. Um, yeah, so I always agreed with you until this last viewing. And here's the only reason why. You have to wrap up the daughter scene. You have to wrap up the daughter story. You've got it. Yeah. You got to get her into it. Otherwise, what was the point of them having the kids? You, you kind of had to go there. Yeah. You know, just another way to another way to, to skin that cat would have been to have him land a Harrier jet with his wife and his daughter is there. You know, she sees her dad land the plane and he's all covered in blood and ripped T-shirt and all this stuff. You could have paid it off a different way. I'm not, again, not saying it's bad, but I, I have a feeling like some of these action movies, especially from the, this time, like just they wanted that one more scene, that one bigger thing. And, and to me, what's bigger than the bridge sequence? Like the Harrier jet kind of looked a little fake to me. I felt like that scene was... Not as good as some of the action scene, and I, I kind of feel like the movie could have done without it. I mean, he shoots a missile with a guy on it through a building into another helicopter. What if that helicopter wasn't there? Or what if he missed? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of classic Arnold line. Dumb zingers. All right. No movie is perfect. Right. I mean, most movies aren't, aren't perfect. This is close. This is close. I mean, and because the stuff that we don't like, that we nitpick, here's the beauty of it. It's style choice. James Cameron mm-hmm. clearly got to do what he wanted to do with the budget of whatever he wanted. So you can't really say any of it's bad. He, he did what he wanted. The only stuff that we make fun of is stuff that we personally don't like about it as much. Yeah. That's it. That sounded like a good ending. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing. Since all we did was geek out, I didn't get a single smart point in this entire episode. This is going to, this is like the first time I've never had a smart point. I think, I think that last thing was the closest you're, you're going to come to a smart point. Not, you're, you're not going to, I'm not going to get anywhere else with uh, true lies and a smart point. <laughs> this, we're not, we're not doing anything to save humanity. Maybe when we talk about demolition, man, we'll have a deeper film to, to dissect and deeper points about humanity. That's true, because, I mean, True Lies is just all action and fun and comedy. When your wife comes home tonight, kiss her goodnight and be thinking about the double life she's surely leading. And yours. 